Blog Talk Radio. Some information on, you know, how you got involved in the music industry. 
Uh, well, I've, I've always been around musicians, always been writing, always been uh, trying to get my music out there and working with artists. And uh, uh, when I came up, it was studios weren't uh, as accessible as a kid. You know, home studios nowadays are everywhere. So being in studios, you're running a lot of people. And uh, when you run into people and uh, people need stuff done, and uh, if you're a go-getter and they know that they can see that, then they need to use you. Uh, and and I had a, I grew up in southern Indiana, but I moved to Louisville, Kentucky, and uh, there's a big music scene there that a lot of people wouldn't know about, and uh, Static Major was in there, and uh, rest in peace, Static Major. He wrote Lollipop, he worked with Timbaland, wrote My Pony with Genuine, and uh, networked with him. I networked with a lot of people, Nappy Roots, and it got me out onto the East Coast and the behind the scenes doing studio work um, with Sony before I actually got uh, into school for uh, producing and stuff like that. So I was really behind the scenes for a while, and it's just it's just meeting people and they need something done, and you can do it. Like, oh, okay, I can I can do this for you. And, uh, yeah, my, I got a long, long network of people that I work with and have worked with. Wow, so that's that's pretty uh, admirable right there. I mean, to be able to get that experience. Now, how long have you been rapping? Oh, I've been rapping, you know, since I was, I think, I eight minutes old. I started rapping. I think that's okay. right. I was eight, seven or eight minutes old, right when the doc, I started spitting to the doctor. <laughs> now, did you write all your own um, rap lyrics? Yeah, yes, ma'am. I write everything. I'm a uh, I've written over 800, 800, I think 10 songs now. I think I'm right around there. I've, I've written uh, country songs. I, I go through the whole compilation album for some gangster rappers back when they were trying to be gangster rappers. You know, I'm far from a gangster, but, uh, yeah, I write everything. And uh, I've, I've done uh, country songs. That, that's that's what I do. I'm a songwriter. Wow, that's a lot of songs. Now, did you copyright each and every one of those songs? Uh, yeah, for the most part. You know, BMI. They probably owe me some money here or there, but uh, they seem to be okay on their checks with me. But, uh, yeah, mo- most everything I-, I-, I get copywritten and stuff like that. Uh, and music's a cycle, too, so stuff can come back in. I can reuse it, you know, you never know. But, yeah, uh, most of my most of my stuff is all copywritten, all done. A lot of different artists have used my stuff here and there. So it's it's a that's definitely what I consider myself as a songwriter, musician, or artist. Wow, that's excellent. Now, um, did you have any other people that were working with you? You know, was it just you, did you or did you have, like, a team? Uh, I've definitely worked with all sorts of teams coming up. Um, I had a team that I ran around with when I was in Kentucky at the time, and uh, we toured all over, and uh, things just didn't, didn't go. You know how it's kind of like having a band, when the bass mm-hmm. player, you know, all of a sudden he falls in love and disappears. Same thing with being in a hip hop group or whatever. The DJ falls in love and he disappears, or gets somebody pregnant, and the girl doesn't want to do music anymore because too many girls are looking at him. But uh, yeah, I mean, I've worked with tons of different teams, teams in Orlando, teams down here. I, I, I'm, uh, I still work with a lot of people. I'm, I'm a solo artist, but I work with a lot of people, and you have to have a great team. I have a great team right now, people that I work with. Well, that's cool. Now, I understand that you've done some work with Nas. Can you tell us about that? Okay. Well, the Nas thing, it, it kind of goes, uh, 
I was a guest engineer on one of his albums and helped out on him engineering that album down here with uh, Mr. Brinkley at Sony. And so I didn't get a plaque or anything from it, but I did get to get my name mentioned and stuff like that, which was good for me because I was still kind of coming out. This is back when he did Street Disciples. Then when he came down here, I got at him. And now what's going on is I started a music group, Umbrella Group, that's focusing on distribution because some people that I know, and his imprint at Sony is interested in coming, and um, they're gonna they they want uh, me to become um, they want me to help them out on that side of things. So it, it's we have a cool relationship. We're, I mean, we're not best friends or anything, but it's right now I'm gonna be helping him out on his next joint. He just put out the distant relatives with the Marley, but uh, his next one, he's going he's gonna to come to us because we have some unique ideas in distributing music and distribution, so we're going to see how that goes. That's great. Now, um, you know, do you have plans to do a dissimilar type of projects with other major artists? Uh, yeah, we're definitely working with other artists. Uh, Warner has been in contact with me, and they're definitely interested in... Uh, in my distribution techniques that we have established, copywritten, and put patents on a few different things. Uh, some of it's still going through patent stage right now, so I can't really get too into detail with it. It's going to be similar to an iPod type of device thing that we have going on. Um, I don't want to get into it too much because we're, we have a couple patents down. And, uh, yeah, we've been in contact with Warner. Um, definitely Sony going you know, to holler at them and Universal, who I'm, I'm signed with as an artist. That's who I'm signed with. But that's just a contract for one album. And uh, I'm going to be putting out a lot of music myself since I have the distribution. And distribution is readily available to so many people right now. That's really cool. I know because uh, a lot of people, you know, find that it's a lot easier for them to get their music out more if they do their own individual distribution. Do you find that there's a comparison between doing it on your own and having the help of a major label um, if they both are using the Internet? Well, the thing is with the Internet is the, the blogs became payoli radio, you know. you got to pay to get on these top blog sites. So to get a major label is going to have the money and the marketing money to get you on a, on a top blog but the thing about those is it's kind of like radio now. People are saying, well, why should I go to this website anymore? They're just getting paid to put Drake on there when, when I can go find it myself on the website. So it's good for the independent artist as long as you have a budget. You have to have the budget. If you don't have the budget, then you're, you're going to be in a little bit of trouble. You can still do it, but you have to come up with some sort of marketing scheme and, and have a better budget because the, the, the major labels can just throw five grand to a I won't even say a, a name of a website because I'm going to call them right, out. Right. And they can put them on there. But now now people aren't even looking at, at the, those websites as heavy. It's kind of like radio. you don't listen to radio anymore because you, you, you can go to Pandora and stuff like that. But so mm-hmm. it's it's either way. I think I think right now it's, it's you want to be independent. You you don't need, unless you're getting major funding, which is all going to get paid back anyway. It's just a loan. I think you want to get through it independent. And that, I mean, that's how I feel. I have to agree with you on that. I mean, to me, when you are connected with a label, it is basically a loan that they put out to help you get promoted and, and you know, exposed to uh, the masses of radio and music lovers. So 
if you are doing something on your own, you know, you, you get most of that money in your own pocket or covering your own personal and business expenses, which is a lot more return than waiting around for a check from a label or having to owe them until even after you're dead. <laughs> if, right. if it's a lot of money, you got to be really out there making a whole lot to pay them back, you know, but you're kind of stuck with that. At least if you're on your own, you know, it's just you and your team. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. So do you think that, um, you know, the the industry is trying to kind of get into the Internet uh, to monopolize it a little bit and almost pretty much make it the way everything else is in the industry? Because that's what it looks like in my eyes, the way they're kind of like pushing the independent person a little further back even on the Internet by taking over like MySpace and, you know, certain other sites. Can't you see that they're trying to do something like that? Well, I think the major labels right now, they're so far behind. Once Napster hit, they didn't know what to do, and they're still recovering from that. They're, they're, far, they're, still, they're still pushing CDs. But as far as what you're saying with the MySpace, see, the thing is, is music with no substance and uh, and generic gimmick music is that bubblegum stuff, that pop, like it's, it's if there's no substance, people see through it very quickly. So right. uh, they're, they're going to see through it. Even quicker now because they can go, to, they can go, they can say, okay, I don't want to be on your MySpace. I want to go here, and they can look on YouTube and find, you know, I mean, I, kids surf YouTube for eight hours at a time now finding artists. So it's, I don't think that they're the the major labels don't know what they're doing, and and I've said right. that a hundred times, and I'm gonna keep saying, it. yeah, they don't know what they're doing. If they want to know what they're doing, they need to call me, you know, <laughs> and I'll help them explain things. And that's that's what I've been doing with Warner. And we've been working on it, so that's what the stuff with Nas that we're working on is getting them to understand all that. So, so you're right in a way that they're trying, but it's not going to work and, until the internet collapses. Until there's a big collapse and like a um, a 9/11 on the internet, and when that happens uh-huh. and everything's shut down and nobody can get online and everybody's going crazy and like I can't get online, I can't get on my Facebook, I can't change my Twitter, what's going on? And then the the government has to come in and, and moderate sites you can go to, and there's going to be a set selection of sites you can go to, you know, there'll only be like seven or eight sites and everything else will be like this world of pirates, just craziness going on. So until that happens, no. But once that happens, then you'll be back to square one, which that will happen too. Yeah, I've been hearing a lot about that because there's so many people getting on the Internet. But in a way, I think they want to have more control that way, so they're not doing a whole lot to stop whatever is going to happen. I mean, they're just waiting around for it to happen, you know, and that's kind of crazy because, you know, then you're starting to affect people's rights when you start jumping in there and changing the way things are, and then you want to make them feel like it has to be done, otherwise we're going to have a crash again. You know, so that's kind of that's kind of crazy. But um, hopefully that's a long ways away. It looks like we have hackers that um, – Go ahead. We got hackers that got better access to it than the government, so. <laughs> exactly, and, and it's going to happen. But the thing is, good music always rises to the top. You make good music, you'll be fine. That's right. I always say, you know, never stop making those CDs. 
I think you should still continue to do that, normally everything digital. We should always keep, you know, something that is pretty historical because, you know, even with radio, like certain talk radio shows should still continue to be on on the, you know, the AM radio frequency because it could be an emergency situation. Like you were saying, we had another 911. We could probably still communicate if we're using some of our regular I guess, ancient radio frequencies um, to communicate with each other, you know, to get help or whatever. So we should never kick it to the side. We should always keep it. We just should find ways to evolve whatever it is that we're doing. And then also make sure that we can handle everything that, that it can do, just like what you were saying. If we can figure out ways to keep that crash from happening, then, you know, we can avoid that. But if they want to sit back and try to wait until it happens to have control, you know, that doesn't make any sense. Right. Well, I think the Internet's going to become a gated community very shortly. So we'll see. Yeah. So um, what kind of projects outside of that are you working on, like as far as music and what artists are you working with? I'm working with a lot of good artists right now. Um, The song you just played had my boy out playing the guitar, and that's a live guitar. Um, I'm working on the Purple Aces Project. It's almost done. I got the lead single. It's coming. It's called the Purple Aces Project. It's hot. It's 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 pretty much all me. I think I got two feature production, everything else produced by me, written by me. All the songs will be me. I don't really want the big feature anymore. I'm, I'm kind of past that in my career right now. I just want people to, to notice me. But the lead single, uh, We Got Tonight, should be out shortly. It needs it needs a little bit of work right now. I have a choir singing in. It's going to be cool, cool little joint. Uh, that song that you just played, Laid Back, will be on there. Uh but the, the real singles haven't haven't come out yet. It, it'll be out this month. I'm still doing hard copies, doing 5,000 hard copies and all that, shipping them out. Uh, I do have Best Buy distribution, which I sealed on my own. So we're going to try and uh, put it out in Best Buy roughly in August. And end of August is when my Universal is coming out, Shotguns and Kangoos. They said end of August now. It's got Nappy mm-hmm. Roots on it. Nappy Roots is on the lead single. They're going to start pushing that in July. So we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. Wow, so you got a lot going on. Now, um, you said you you did your distribution on your own with Best Buy? Yes, I did. How did you manage that? Oh, well, I've been dealing with this a long time. You know, you just have to know the right people. Uh, it, distribution is a funny business, but I, I got into it when I was young, and uh, I really learned it and learned stores and learned uh, – I built up with Localized Program, which is a distribution mm-hmm. company, and uh, when I built up with them and built – my reputation with them and got names and numbers and just had, had as long as you put out good products, people are going to let you continue. And uh, Best Buy knows that if, I, if I'm if i going to give them something, it's going to it's gonna come out. I'm going to move it. So right. uh, it, it was just really just knowing who to talk to. And uh, there's a couple people I talked to at Best Buy to get that. And uh, we also have worldwide distribution. It's uh, ECP Music Group. You can look us up online. We're, we're looking for artists right now, so if anybody out there. Are you? Yeah, if anybody wants to hit me up. We're working with a, a band. I, I was just talking to a girl about, uh, she's a singer, very talented, but uh, mm-hmm. nothing's in contract yet. Now, all my music's going to come out through that besides the universal stuff. Because you, you don't have to have a label anymore. But the Best oh, Buy thing was, was cool, so we'll see. Well, you know, we we promote a lot of artists here, especially independent artists. So, you know, I'm I'd be happy to communicate with you and send you some um, some you know EPKs over so you can check them out. Um, what kind of music are you looking for? You know, what music good genres? Music. I'm looking for good music. Genre doesn't matter. I'm looking for good music. 
Okay. Good music. So. Well, yeah, we have a lot of uh, artists that have come. We've come across that we always wanted to know why they're they're not getting the attention that they should. Like um, I had a one group called Jaton. Uh, they're RB group from out of South Jersey, and they've been all over the place, and they've done some collaborations with people. They've been on MTV already. They've done the a whole uh, Black College thing with BET, and yet they and they, they I believe they've even met with Universal or BET, you know, somebody else um, along with Universal. I don't understand, you know, what the deal is as far as them not getting picked up because they do have excellent music. So what I'd like to do is send something over to you. You can kind of listen to it and tell me what you think. It could have been the reason why, or maybe it's just somebody kind of slept on it. Yeah, most definitely. I will okay, well, I will definitely do that. So um, how is it when you are working with a major artist? I mean, what's the camaraderie like when you're when you're both in that studio working together? Well, it just depends on the artist, you know. Uh Usually everybody's there to work in the studio. It's not a lot of, you know, fun and games. It's, it's everything done. Where I run a studio here at the beach and uh, have a lot of people come through and record and whatnot. So it's all business. Usually, because usually when you go into a studio, somebody's paying for that time. You know, at the studio at my house, I can mess around with all day long because it's mine. But if you're in a studio, usually that's on somebody's money. So everybody, everybody's usually real business oriented. Wow. Well, I really like your style, and I think um, what you're doing is great, and I'm glad that you, you know, educated yourself in the business so that you can be more successful at it instead of just, you know, most people just being an artist and they come and go. But if you get into the business and you get into production and distribution on your own, you know, you got a a long-term relationship with it. So, you you know, you did a a really great job. I'm really proud of you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the goal, to be around for a long, long time. Absolutely. I think you're going to be sticking around for quite a long time. But let me put on another one of your songs. I got uh, Dr. Flip, and I want to play that for the audience. And you can tell me about what that was about and, you know, what, what gave you that, the uh, back line for that song. Michael, Purple Aces. I got them beats that knock shit and even deeper pockets. The Irish Jesus, God apostles, call them haters for my gospel. Shit, they ran away and backstabbed Jesus. Son of God, not nah, it's a proper king of boss. I got some death threats, but really y'all just that threats. I'm a stock option with stock options, looking at checks, looking at vets, six shift options, ready, set. I can't even see y'all, but I can see that y'all upset. Cause Michael made it, let me fit the example. Okay. Only I could flip your favorite Dr. Dre sample. Nowadays, everybody on the rap, like they got something to say, but nothing comes out when they drop their tapes. Just a bunch of gibberish and shit recycled. And y'all wanna act like y'all forgot about Michael. <laughs> I can lie, I push more keys than Alicia on the piano. I hit the keys and rent a Lambo, exposing all the Kanye samples. I got that purple white label for the spinners. I feast and beast on wheels of steel for dinner. Uh huh. I'm hotter than a fox in a forest fire, so please adore the child. I mean, who hotter to rip through a beat doctor by the doctor? Uh-huh. Purple Aces. Oh, that was cool. Can you tell me about that song? Yeah, you know, I was just messing around with some samples one day and just came up with that. <laughs> and uh, I think everybody knows where the sample came from, but uh-huh. it's actually older. 
It's actually older than when Dre used it. You know, it goes way back. But I won't drop any names. But uh, And I was just trying to have some fun and just kick it, you know, just, just like a cypher kind of just with myself, just put some lyrics on the paper and just go at it. <laughs> well, that was fun for me, too. I really like that. I like when somebody can be, you know, open and creative with a project. It's not really meaning anything special, but you just, you never know what can happen with something that you just did out of fun and just, you know, came up with off the blue. It's just like, you know, that was cool. I wish it was a little bit longer, though. <laughs> yeah, well, I got to leave him with a taste for more, you know. I know. <laughs> now, you also have some business you're doing with L.A. Fitness. Is that like just having music provided for for them, or are you just helping them with some other weight loss stuff? No, no, no. It's it's a music distribution <laughs> policy that we're working out with them. Nothing with the weight loss. I'm in great shape. So. <laughs> Nothing with that, uh, but it's... It's, it's, now I thought you were coming up with, like, some exercise music or something. <laughs> no, not me. Not for you, but for everybody else. No, I'm not doing that. But I, I am, uh, <laughs> that, that is coming. That is, that's one of the patterns I'm working on, on uh, some things. So I don't want to get too into detail on it, but I've met with them about six times. So hopefully that will go through. Oh, yeah, it should. I mean, six times. I mean, come on. What else could they find out from you? I mean, that's like not like it's already winter. No, well, they can steal my idea. That's what we're trying to avoid. But you, as long as you got all your stuff registered somewhere, even your ideas, you know, it's not like they can steal it. They got to give you something off of that. Not, well, you can't copyright an idea, but I understand what you're saying. We're, we're, we're working on that. Yes. You can register an idea, though. Yes, you can. And and we're, we got the trademark and, and stuff like that. So we got the technology, too, so that was designed by my people. So we're, we think we're good with them. It's just a, a long process of getting things done. Yeah. Sometimes the best things you got to wait for. So, you know, it's not a big deal. It'll come in, in its due time. That's cool. So um, do you have any any new artists that you want to um, talk about, you know, that you're working with and maybe producing? Uh, no, not right now. Not working. I'm Michael Barber. I mean, that's it. It's myself right now. I'm on the, I'm on the forefront. That's who we're talking about, you know. I'm working with a few people. I'm working with a new guitarist, my boy Josh. But other than that, I'm about to hit the hit the road this summer and just tour and just be by mm-hmm. myself. I'm not trying to promote anybody anymore. Uh, Nappy Roots coming out uh, the 15th. Shout out to Nappy Roots. Love them dudes. Everybody go cop that pursuit of nappiness. I will shout them out. And uh, I got a song with them coming out. But no, it's Michael Barber time and it's my time to shine. I've been behind the scenes enough. It's time to get the, get the ball rolling. And once that happens, it's an avalanche. So I'll be on the road this summer, uh, definitely touring again. That's cool. Now, are you going to be um, hitting the international uh, audiences too? Oh, most definitely. I, we we have. Uh, I work with a lot of people in uh, Dubai. I work with people in the uh, uh, United Kingdom. So yeah, definitely. That's cool. We had um, we've had some people from uh, the United Kingdom and Trinidad and uh, Canada. And a couple of other places on the show. Um, what What is your impression about you know the the way artists in international waters produce their music compared to artists over here in the United States? I think they get well. I'm not I'm not a big fan of uh, music from overseas because I, I can't get past the accent. Just to be honest, like it's just me. Or if I if I can understand the dialect for one, but usually I can't get past the accent. But the production side of things, they seem to be mm-hmm. doing it a little bit raw, a little more rugged, you know, the, mm-hmm. like some old older hip hop, like some old Wu Tang. They seem to have mm-hmm. that vibe more when it, when mm-hmm. 
here in the States, people, they want to sound pop. So that that's the difference is the production is a little bit better. But I can't get into the... Uh, the, the the accents and stuff like that. I just can't. I can't get past it. I mean, I just can't do it. I understand because I've I've heard a lot of um music that's come my way, and um I actually agree with you. I was saying the same thing. They're really great on the production part. Um, but I have heard some who mastered the dialect of uh, the Western dialect too. So I couldn't even tell they were from like the UK or anything. Although there are a lot of guys in New Zealand are really, really, really heavy on the accent. So it's kind of hard to listen to all that because it sounds funny in a way. Like it just sounds like a, you know, just a characterization instead of just like a song. So I I do agree with you on that. But uh, I like that they go into their history and and get like good quality music to use in their production. So if they yeah if they could just get past that whole accent thing, you know, I think they they would probably get a lot more stuff played over here. Most definitely. Um, do you work with any female artists other than the one you mentioned? Any rappers? Uh, I work with this girl, Lil Mimi, and uh, shout out to her. She does uh, she's up and coming. We'll see. Uh, we'll see how she does. She uh. She's on a few tracks I got coming out on this new new project, so we'll see. We'll see. Uh, female rappers, no, not not a whole lot, but um, might be working with a band that has a female lead singer. Might be doing some distribution with them. Might be touring with oh. them too. Oh, that's cool. You uh, so you haven't done any work with Nicki Minaj? Nicki Minaj? No. <laughs> no. Haven't done any. Because I think they need to. <laughs> She needs you. <laughs> no, nothing with Nikki. But uh, no, if you do some work with her, please, the first thing you want to do is tell her to change that image, and then uh, not completely, but like maybe just tone down some of that color, and um, give her some other stuff to work with. <laughs> well, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so now, um, I know a lot of people probably want to do the same type of things that you do and want to be able to get access to be able to work with, like, really good major artists and, and really other artists that are not that major that really sound like the behind-the-scenes people. Can you uh, share some tips or some, uh, you know, opinions or ideas or whatever for those that are listening on how to, you know, get to that point? Well, you, the first thing is you have to stay humble, stay grounded. Even if you think you have the hottest beat in the world, it's probably not. Probably need some work. You have to you have to stay real grounded, but you have to stay real determined, and and you have to be really. A lot of it's right place at the right time. Maybe you want to be at the place a lot, and I'm not I'm not saying where that is. Maybe the studio, maybe the show, or whatever. But you have to have that, and and then build your own success. Never try to to have a co-sign and then you're set. Build your own success, and then people will start looking at you, and they'll be like, oh, okay, well, he did that track. He did that. And also work with hungry artists. If you work with hungry artists instead of going straight to the Nazis and the Jay-Zs, work with people that are hungry and, they're, and they're, this is their rent money they're spending, you know, you're going to get better quality work. Not, not, not it's going to be better than Nas or Jay, but it's going to be it's going to be really, really good, better than somebody that has money. So work with hungry people, be humble, and stay determined and just be in the right place at the right time, and I think you'll be good as long as you you just have to to understand that your your beat's not going to be the hottest 
And, and build your own name. Never look for a cosign or something like that. Build your own name first, and people will come to you. And can you give some advice on equipment and what to use, the best equipment? I, I wouldn't. I mean, I have a... I record a lot of vocals. I have a lexicon. I have some a blue uh, preamp. I l- love the MPC. I still I use MIDI, which a lot of people you know don't use. Uh, you know, Pro Tools the industry standard. But if you if you if you're trying to record and you don't know Pro Tools and you know Logic, that's fine. And you know, uh, if you know Reason like the back of your hand, you're gonna be fine. It's not the program you're using. It is the it's, it's your knowledge of it, how well you can use it. Now, outboard gear and stuff like that, you know, of course, Lexicon. Um, like I said, I have a, a a blue preamp, which I love. Uh, microphones just depends on your voice. You might want to try a few out. So it, it just all depends it, and, and what your budget is, too. I mean, I, I could go on for days about that, but mm-hmm. I, you have to sit down with the budget with me, and then, and then we could talk. <laughs> well, I think we have somebody who's asking a question in our audience. Um, uh, caller, you are in area code 281. Do you have a question for our guest? Hello, caller, area code 281. Do you have a question? Okay, I guess they did not stay on, but we had another person. Hey, you're on the line with MZ and Indy Radio and Michael Barber. Do you have a question for our guest? Hello? Okay. Well, either they have themselves on mute because they were listening. Callers, you have to take yourself off mute. We can't hear you. You can't hear us. Um, but if you want to call back in, you're more than welcome. Uh, at this time, I'm going to play another song of um, Mr. Barber, and we'll be right back.
Signing off for the interview too. 60 minutes go to Iraq and interview dudes. Rock stay focused, kinda like a new Ford. But who can afford a new Ford? Rather buy safe like a new Honda Accord. Let's build Detroit back up instead of tearing it down. Recession, depression, country wearing down. Yeah, times are tough, but we gonna make it. I got your back, Barack, don't be mistaken. I'm just voicing mine on my own soapbox. Selling a message like it's some dope rocks. And speaking of some drugs, I think we got a prescription drug problem. Shoot, even Tiger Woods was popping. Who's to stop him or knock him? The non-sinner can commit the first stone. Wait. I bring our troops back home. Bring our troops back home. I salute you dudes. But bring our troops back home. Bring our boys. Michael, now it seems like you got a little bit of political um, energy in there inside of you as well. What's your personal opinion about that situation? Well, I figured um, that I do have a little little voice going on right now. People are listening to me. You know, I do have fans across the country, across the world. So I wanted to say something, you know, let people know how I feel about uh, Barack. Definitely support Barack. Um, been a, been a spokesman for him. On, on my platform, if that means anything to him, you know he's a, he's a giant. But uh, I just feel like he needs to he needs to end the war. We got to work on home. You know we got to work on this oil down here in Florida. We that just that 46 days now. And, you know uh, the war needs to be over. There's no reason for us to be there if if we leave and and pull out and uh, and and their economy collapses and, and their they collapse. That, okay, then then they collapse. You know, but. I mean, I'm not wishing that on them. I'm just saying we don't need to be over there anymore. That's Bush got us over there. So let's let's bring the boys back home. You know, I got friends over there and stuff like that. So that that was my main message. We need to work on America first. And I agree with you. And I believe they are working on their plans to do it without having to go back over there. Because I feel like if you're going to do it, make sure you do it right so we don't ever have to go do that again. Because, you know, there will be some situations where if they just stop whatever they're doing, whatever they've done in the past, the whole goal is just washed away. And then, you know, those folks on the other side will just feel like, you know, we just gave up. Now they can go back to doing what they were doing. So I think our whole purpose is to make sure that they don't continue doing what they want to do and that we can still feel secure so we don't have to worry about sending our boys over there. You know, we can end that that whole desire to terrorize altogether, hopefully. Well, I appreciate you coming in and having a – you know, a moment with us sharing your music and your and your talented um, ventures, and I wish the best for you because I think those things are, are really the next step in technology as far as its relationship with music. And I will um, definitely um, stay in touch with you and send you some artists. If you could speak to the audience again and tell us what your um, web address is. 
My web address is michaelbarber.biz, and you can just Google Michael Barber Music and I'll come up somewhere somehow. But michaelbarber.biz, you can find my contact on there. Hit me up. Yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm looking for artists right now. If you're looking to get distribution and you're about your business, hit me up. Oh, most definitely. I got a whole lot of people that are interested, and, um, you know, I'll be happy to help them get help by you. That's great. So I'll, I'll actually look you up after my show, and, you know, we can communicate from there. So thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. And, you know, once again, you keep that, that grind on because you're doing a great job. Most definitely. Thanks for having me on. Sure. Have a good night. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, that was Michael Barber, and we do appreciate him coming in and giving us some of his time. Our next guest, um, a group called Those Chosen, um, they're from L.A. It's a hip-hop group that's known for their street-influenced, politically-fueled spiritual lyricism, and um, they've got a lot of recognition with live performances on MTV, which is great if you can get on MTV. Um, they've had a lot of national music festivals going on that they've participated in. they sold out some concerts, and they've done collaborations with a lot of hip-hop legends like uh, Slick Rick and... Um, uh, I.Z. Avila of the Villa Brothers. Now, um, I'm hoping that this is one of our uh, those chosen members on the line with us. And, oh, well, we don't have anybody on the line right now, but hopefully they give us a call right back in. But uh, we're going to go ahead and play one of their songs. And uh, when they get the, when they call us back in, we'll just bring them back on. So I pretty much thought they were a pretty good group, so I, I'm sure you, you guys are love them too. So we'll play a song called uh, Sound Clash. The sound resounds from the palace to the parks. Revolution of the soul brings balance to the heart. Announce to the narc, he the crack like Elders. Cleaver off the meter with the breathers like a smeller. Not a told needles putting crosses in my velvet. They thought I was on cheaters, but they chicken be selfish. I guess I can't admit it if I hit it. If it's there to beat, I can't help it. Too fired up for ice grills, this will melt it. LA can be real jealousy, niggas hate like a fan of a selfie. There's envy in a big city, dicier than Vegas, edgier than Raven. Brothers with the taser, wishing for my hiatus. I wave goodbye, haters. Life could throw a curve, stay ready for the changes. My tone is off the hook, keep it ringing with no hangers.
to the sand like my soul survival. Got the fans trans, 600,000 to follow. Certified like the word of God, hallelujah. Yeah, illegitimate bastard noise. We sound clash with our heat rock ass. The boys and master boys. I got a low nonsense edifice complex. I'm a fucker with rock by those chosen out. We have three young gentlemen from this group. We have For Show, uh, Cornbread, and Geppetto. Now, I have somebody on the line. Not sure which one of the trio is on the line, but let's check them out. You're on the line with MZN Indie Radio. Can I get your name, please? It's Ray Cheesy. Hey, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? I'm good. Now, Hold on a second. We got a guest that's supposed to be calling in. I'm thinking that this is them on another line. But, Ray, you want to just listen in with us, and then you could just check us out? Because you might like the, these guys right here. You're going to really like them, okay? Yeah, cool. Hey, you're on the line with MZN Indie Radio. Can I get your name, please? Yeah, this is Foreshadow from Those Chosen. Hey, how you doing? I'm good. I was trying to call in and seem like somebody came in before me, though. <laughs> yeah, we, we got a lot of people calling in. They must have really liked that song. I mean, you know, that's, but that's cool. That's all good. Well, thank you so much for, um, you know, popping in with us and, and uh, telling us about you. Now, I think I had your name wrong, but say that again. I'm I'm Foreshadow. Okay, Foreshadow. All right. But we were, I was real yeah. close, but... <laughs> So um, tell us about the group. Is it just you on the line with me, or you got the whole trio with you? I don't know. Is uh, Cornbread and Geppetto on the line? Seven. No. Hold no, on. they Somebody. haven't called. Wait a minute. Yeah, Somebody they're calling right call. now. Okay. Hey, you, you on the line? Who's this? What up? This is Geppetto. Hey, Geppetto. Well, yeah, this is, uh, I see Foreshadow on the line, too. You got Foreshadow calling yeah. in? Yeah, what well, up, brother? I'm on the line. <laughs> Crazy, so, um, huh? It's cool. Tell us about the group. Like, where did you guys just pop up from? Because I, I never heard your name before, but I love your music. Well, thank you. Appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? We uh, we grew up, we was a neighborhood friends, went to the same high school together um, in a in a town about, about 45 minutes outside of the uh, the city of Los Angeles. We basically were born in L.A., and then, you know, we kind of all 
vibe together once we got got to this city called Rialto because our our stories were kind of similar. All our all our families wanted us to kind of uh, they wanted to move out of L.A. You know, maybe give us a better chance to stay out of trouble and stuff. And then uh, so we kind of like relocated to this city. Like I said, about 45 minutes outside of L.A. and we grew up there. Went to high school and stuff, and we really just had similar uh, taste in music, and we was all just dancing and being b-boys and just just being real fresh with it. Going to school, always, you know, we was just those kids that had always had the, the fly stuff and the latest music, and you know, just really had had just a love for hip hop and the culture, and was a part of it on the local scene. And then after we graduated from high school. You know what I'm saying? We decided to go back to to our to our roots in the LA area and just kind of kind of get our chops wet out there, doing open mics and parties and opening up for for people and and recording whenever we could and just really trying to build a name for ourselves. So you know, those chosen is definitely a group that's organic. You know what I'm saying? We not no. Uh, no put together people for the sake of somebody's brainchild, you know what I'm saying? We friends, we brothers, family and, and you know, we we've been through it all. Shared shared rooms together, you know what I'm saying? No no money going going here, going there, trying to just make it happen and then um you know, put start putting together projects, um, and start putting making a name for ourselves from there. So that's kind of our story in short. And here we are today, you know what I'm saying, a couple projects in and just still pushing. That's right. I mean, that's what you got to do. I mean, sometimes it is a struggle to get where you're trying to, you know, get to yeah. and reach your goals. And it sounds like you guys have been through a lot. But I've, I've also read that you've had a lot of great experiences. I mean, like, you know, who really sells out, you know, clubs and places that they perform at? I mean, who sells out anymore? And you guys have been doing a pretty good job. Yeah, yeah, no, we definitely, you know what I'm saying, definitely been blessed to do that. We, you know, we were probably one of the only uh, West Coast groups, a new face, not, you know, not the people that people know about, like Snoop and Game, but just right. like a new, new, new face to actually just be on, just be on television. We was on MTV2, got to perform uh, Sound Clash, you know what I'm saying, We've been able to rock shows with some, some really dope people, and we just gearing up to go out to New York next month to do the Brooklyn Hip Hop Festival. It's going to be us. Are you going to be there? Oh, that's cool. I was going to suggest that, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so, yeah, definitely, uh, you know, for all our East Coast Coast heads that's checking for those chosen, we're going to be out that way. Yeah, most deaf, most deaf. Well, I might have to come check you out now because I'm only a couple hours from New York. I might just go over there and check you out. (laughs) Yeah, you're in Philly, right? Yep, I'm right out. Yeah, I'm right out. It only take me like two, like two hours to get there on the train or the bus, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just shout out to Philly. We got, we got, we got family. Yeah, we got family and folks out there too. Uh, what part of Philly? Uh, North Philly, uh, Mount okay. Airy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. So you don't get over here that often? Well, we uh. Last couple of times we've been out that way, we've been, you know, been in New York, so we've really been getting it in over there. But so 
Philadelphia needs to have those children come out too, so we can rock. They certainly <laughs> do. But we need music like that. I mean, like we have a lot of stuff going on, but it's not. It's like so underground that you can't even find it. So <laughs> <laughs> it must be by like in the subway down there with the, the Wall Street subway or something. <laughs> you find nothing. There's just some people out here. You know, it's like. We got a few artists that I've been able to see at some of these showcases, you know, and then whenever the labels come through for the showcases, people just pop up out of nowhere. But these showcases, like a lot of them are rip-offs, and, like, people don't want to really do it anymore. It's either a big showcase with labels coming, they charge you, like, two or $300, and then you'll never hear from them again. You just spent that money up. You could have used it on in studio time. Or if you're in something where you got to bring, like, about 100 people, to listen to you, your own people. Like, I don't know anybody that knows 100 people that they can bring somewhere, you know? Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. Most definitely. You know, so I mean, it's just got to be some other ways to do it. So I understand you have a project out called uh, Stimulus, the Watts Riot Effect, and you have Rain Food, and that's spelled R-E-I-G-N. It's like a street album. Can you tell us about that? Go ahead, Jepetto. Well, rain food, it's like, um, can you hear me? Yeah, we hear you. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, rain food, it's more like of uh, an LP. Chosen was in the, in the process of making some uh, different music and just wanted to make an LP before we started. But we did mixtapes before before uh, rain food, but it's more like an album. Uh, Stimulus is more, of a, like you said, mixtapes, more streets, more hardcore. But um, it's, um, you know, hosted by McBoogie, Terry Urban. And uh, it's just a real, a, a cool record. I mean, I don't know if you're hip to five yet. Are you hip to five? We have an EP called Five. If y'all need to check that out, it's something that we just recently dropped. It's new. But, uh, yeah, those two projects you're talking about, Stimulus is the most hard, it's more, it's hardcore or just more raw. It's a little bit more raw than Rain Food, but they both are filled with substance. Both of those records are filled with substance. Right, yeah, and um, I, you do have some of those songs on your MySpace page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you can get, yeah, you can get Rainful, you can get Stimulus on our MySpace page, um, you know what I'm saying, hit us, hit, you can uh, get samples from thosechosen.com, uh, our Facebook page, and just download them, you know what I'm saying, they out, out, just Google, and you can download them from different, uh, uh, you know, music blogs like Two Dope Boys and whatnot. That's cool. Now, um, you since you've been through a struggle, have you met anybody that you know is kind of like taking you under your under their wing to um, you know like get you out there for additional exposure? Because I know some people that's been on MTV and BET, but like that, it don't go any further than that. Like, who is it that is supporting you that's helping you with your career? Us. I'm gonna keep it real with you. Us. It goes back to the music. It goes back to our music. I'm going to keep it real. It goes back to our music. People want to, I mean, it, as for taking us under their uh, their wing, excuse me, is like, um, um, I really can't say, I really can't, I don't remember anybody who really has. It goes back to our music. Our music puts us in a position that we're in today. It's not really no one taking us. We've done everything ourselves. Everything yeah, ourselves. Pretty much. <laughs> we've had some. We've had production. We've had a lot of dope production. We've been blessed 
with a lot of dope production. Uh, the song that the audience just heard, Sound Clash, that's been done, uh, that was done by Iz Avila. He's a four-time Grammy Award-winning producer. He's done a lot yeah. of stuff in the soul R&B world. And, uh, you know, I guess we could look at him somewhat as a men- musical mentor. But mm-hmm. as far as the creative side of things, you know, just actually pinning these verses, making these hooks, all, mostly pretty much all the hooks that you hear that are singing, those chosen mm-hmm. wrote those. You know what I'm saying? The the, the yeah, melodies and all that. So we, we, we're we really hands-on. On our marketing and creative side, mm-hmm. we've been blessed to, uh, you know, work with, with, with different different management. Like you said, it's like our music, you know what I'm saying, yeah. gets us, uh-huh. really say no names, you know what I mean, like, yeah. you know, it's kind of hard to explain that, it's kind of hard to explain that. Yeah, I can understand. Yeah, it's definitely the music, first and foremost, though. A lot of people, yeah. a lot of people do emphasize, a lot of people do emphasize people behind the scenes or whatever, and that's, and that's peace, but at the end of the day, if the audience isn't feeling the music. It, you could have, I don't know, the magic puppet string master himself. It ain't gonna mean nothing if the music's not there. So yeah, we try to we try to just stay creative and and be and be just just be on top of our game, uh, sonically and lyrically at all times, and really really try to try to put like like Geppetto was saying, substance out there where people could see the balance between. You know, some stuff that might just be considered, I guess, party music, for lack of a better word. And what we like to do is what we call life music, you know, where every day is not necessarily a party. It can be a party, but there also can be some times when you're dealing with something, you know, relationships or, you know, you're trying to aspire to be something. So those chosen wants to definitely always put that balance out there, you know. Yeah. I mean, that's always good to have because there's a lot of times, you know, I don't want to think about the serious stuff, but then, you know, I don't want it to get away from me. So if we could kind of make it where it's like a unity thing where everybody is listening to this subject at the same time, that's when it's really good. Now, I, I oh, think yeah, we, have some, we have another song um, from you. Um, let me see what it was. My system is acting crazy right now. Uh, it's called uh, Spare Tires. Uh-huh. Can you tell us what that's about? The pedal. Yeah, it's about um, uh, artists, rappers, MCs running out of things to say, running out of, running out of creativity. You know what I'm saying? They're just they're falling off, basically. And, uh, those children, <laughs> we have spare time. We're not, you know... We keep it. We keep it moving. We keep it moving. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, you know, keep it moving. Where's Cornbread at? Cornbread. Well, there's three people in the group. We're trying to get. Yeah. I, I don't know. If Cornbread got to get on the line. Yeah. yeah. So he didn't call in yet. So you better okay. get on him. He'll be calling. But he'll be calling. I'll put on the song. Maybe he'll call by the time we, you know, we come back. <laughs> Word up. Word up. <laughs> Those chosen, exclusive. Inspired by the golden age, learned life's hard knocks in my teenage age. I laugh at a lot of fire cars and pets. 
ain't akin to the fresh prints, hard to relate. Say shoot all up the mouth, critics draw a blank. Whoever let the monkeys in the game need to be slain. Captains of the looks need to walk the plane. Copper the committee records, fans love the same. I will eat up any beat, and I forget to say grace. In the presence of females, I make them fake. They will lie to keep it, even say they late. Continue to innovate in the state. Where you need a roommate to afford a dinner date. I'm a Leviathan, over violence. More strikes than boomer, a science. It's checked for my steps like the diet. DC, don't stop, little wheel fall off while y'all go flat. We got bears in the trunk. Bears in the trunk, right there in the trunk. Thank <laughs> you. 
<laughs> now, did you um get did you get um a chance to be on BET or have them call you or anything? Not yet, but we're looking forward to that day. <laughs> Not yet, I, you know, they do that college tour. You know, you'd be perfect for that college tour. No, it's definitely blog talk. Hook it up. Tell them. <laughs> <laughs> Now, um, where exactly have you performed at other than L.A.? Have you been, like, anywhere else other than L.A. and coming over by New York way? Well, no, it's a title. Yeah, we've been in Atlanta. We just came from Atlanta last year, the A3C Festival. Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool. That was a good. We was, we was out there for the whole weekend, you know what I'm saying, did promotion, you know, for stimulus. But uh, we've been to Atlanta. We've been to Vegas. We've been to Phoenix. Um, we just been, you know, all over, well, at least the West Coast, you feel me? Mexico. Yeah. San Francisco. Yeah, we've been up in Mississippi. We only represent Mississippi down there sometime. We're to the South. Floating yeah. the CD, stuff in the South, you know? Yeah, well, how about, um, you know, like Florida, Alabama, the Carolinas? You've been down that way yet? We Not will. Yet, no, I'm looking forward to that. We will. Because, you know, hip-hop is big down down there, so, you know, you ought to hit that area, too. Where Especially when, they, when you have up. your type, your your style, I've heard, I haven't heard it exactly like your style, but I've heard something much different than what we've been listening to on the radio um, down there. It's a, it's a group down there called um, Gas Operated, and... They're pretty cool too. So you you look them up. Maybe that, you just can do like a collaboration or something because that would be nice. Okay. They got a okay. unique style too. So um, if I get their information, you know, I'll just send it over to you. Y'all can work it out. Word up, word up. I don't see your boy on the line. But I'm going to take a little commercial break because I have to pay some bills. And I'm going to be right back now. I'm going to give you guys a chance to. Call your homie and tell him to call in so I can bring him in because it looks like we freed up some lines here, and um, that way we can talk and get his his version of the story. (laughs) So you go ahead and give him a call, and I'm going to run my commercial. Check this out. How about you get one of these right here, your own custom audio commercial. Yes, yes, that's what this is. A commercial. Hot quality. Professional. <laughs> this is what we do. Fully produced. Yeah, zing, zappers, bombs, whatever. 60 second commercial for only 60 bucks. Unheard of. <laughs> That's right. 60 seconds for only 60 bucks. To make it better, I'll give you an option. Yeah. You can take the 60 seconds or you can get two 30 second spots for 60 bucks. Hey, get the bang for your buck. What you might need audio for? <clears throat> Let me tell you. Mixtape promo, website intro, flash movie intro, television commercials, your record release party, radio ads, or if you're just feeling braggadocious on MySpace, I got you. Oh, you want some examples, huh? Club Spot, Monizzi Production presents Noche Galeante, Saturday, March 14th, you level the fun with live performances by Portland's own mixtape promo. It's a mixtape that the South has been waiting for. From the long away, highly anticipated. Trap ambassador himself, DJ Terra. And also trailers. Yeah, movie trailers. Oh, hold on. 
Bring on the movie, dude. In a church that was totally in a mess. Well, you get the point. Right now, get high quality, professional, fully produced, 60 or two 30-second commercials for only 60. 60. 60 bucks. I'm not going to tell you when, but this definitely is not going to last forever. So email us right now at voiceovers at duetcustomdesign. Dot com. That's voiceovers at duetcustomdesign.com or call 352-258-8426. That's 352-258-8426. DJ, get the hottest music first. Direct to your email at vertico.com. Be a part of the movement taking over the internet. Vertico.com. It's a simple four-step process. Receive, listen, download, and press play. That's it. Log on now to Vertico.com. DJs, if you missed the track, we got you covered with the monthly and annual Backspin Edition. Featuring a recap of the blazing hot new tracks, artists, and labels. We will keep your track in a Vertico library for 18 months while you receive direct feedback and a total download tracker. Vertico is exclusively for industry professionals and accessible only with a special V-code. Log on now. Vertico.com. Global e-distribution of music, models, and arts entertainment. All right, and we're back with MZN Indie Radio and our guest, Those Chosen. Um, I think I have somebody, it could be one, the, the rest of the trio online. Call you call from area code 310. Can I get your name? Yo, what up? This is Cornbread. <laughs> What's up, Cornbread? <laughs> How you feeling? Well, I'm glad that you came in. I saw your number pop up, but I wasn't sure it was you. But then when I went to click at it, you were gone already. So I know we're getting a lot of calls coming in right now. So I'm glad that you finally made it in. So um, and the fellow's been talking to us. You know, can you share what your your feeling is about your experience in the industry? Uh, it's just blessed. It's, uh, every day is a learning experience. Um, learn something new. Take it with me share it, so all in all, it's just one big blessing, the ups and the downs. Okay. So now um, anybody can answer this question. What would what would you say is your greatest challenge in the industry? Mm. <laughs> go ahead. Uh, go ahead, Forsyth. I'll get that one. Um, being politically correct. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, just, some, you know, truth be told sometimes, well, I think all artists, no matter no matter if you're on, if you on, uh, you on TV every day or you just started, you know, a lot of artists, we're here to really make music, those that are really passionate. There's a lot of people around that make the machine go that, you know, sometimes it's, you got to fight to get your get your vision across, you know. So that's that's kind of the challenge. But once you're able to get your vision across, it's always a beautiful thing. But it's just, you know, keeping your integrity, sticking to your guns about your vision. Because a lot of people, no matter what level you're at, whether you, you know, quadruple platinum or, just like I said, just starting out, will try to change your vision right away, you know. So what is it that they, they feel you know, could be toned down about your music? What have they actually told you to do? Stop well, saying, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, 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 but um, <laughs> we've been told, you know what I'm saying, like many times, 
to glossy just, it up. <laughs> just literally in those words, you know what I'm saying? Basically, we said, well, we ain't glossy. So, you know what I'm saying? But, nah, just a lot of people live vicariously through others, and and, and they don't have the, you know what I'm saying, intestinal fortitude to live their vision themselves. So they'll mm-hmm. give you sporadic input as to what you can do that would culminate part of their vision, especially if they, you know what I'm saying, been around you for a while and they feel comfortable enough to do that. Um mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, you just got to look at yourself and, and to realize if, if it's going to keep the integrity of what you're doing and what you believe in and it's going to advance your situation, then, you know, give it some thought. But if it's not and it's going against what you feel is a good representation of, of you and your music, then you got to just let it miss you. You got to just take it for what it's worth. You know what I'm saying? Thanks for the input, but I'm going to have to keep pushing. <laughs> so have you had to do that a lot? No, no, I, I think every artist goes through that. I mean, everybody's an expert, you know what I'm saying? So it could just be unjust, but everybody's an expert. So I'm sure every artist goes through that where they run across people say, oh, you know, you will pop if you were to do X, Y, Z, or, you know what I'm saying, you can get more plays, you can get more downloads if you do this, and blah, blah, blah. And, you know what I'm saying? That's just what it is. Everybody got an opinion. Everybody wants to feel like they contributed to what you're doing. Um, especially when you reach a point where you're starting to buzz a little bit, then you definitely get all those extra opinions. You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, well, where was your opinions when we was eating ramen noodles and Tampico every night? You know what I'm saying? You, you, was, you, was, you wasn't giving us no gems back then. But now it's like, y'all got to do this. You just do this. It's going to be us. It's like, okay, all right. <laughs> I know everybody got to have their little two cents in there. And, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure even even in you know what I'm saying broadcasting, it's the same thing, right? Because you know everybody can't have a platform as yourself, and, and I'm sure they got input as to how you should do your show and what you can do different, right? Not my show. I've run it. I am the program yeah. director. Yeah. I've run it. Well, you know what? Consider us program director of our music. Out. I'll tell you what I can't do. I can't cuss Jesus out. I, I can put a psychic on, but I can't cuss Jesus out the while what I want to. Um, <laughs> I, I can't, I'm not going to say nothing bad about Obama, although I could, but, you know, that's my own. <laughs> I'm not, I don't have nothing. The only thing I can say bad about him is he ain't been a Philly enough. That's all I can say. I just <laughs> But, I mean, I I run this, so I can pretty much, that's why I like the Internet forum, because you can pretty much say whatever you want, and you don't always have to hold your tongue. I mean, you got to be respectful about whatever you say, no matter where you are, so you're not going to just come and just start a fight with people and just start cussing the audience out, you know. Um, those yeah. things you don't tolerate. But um, as far as, like, sharing your opinions, and if it's a raw opinion or, you know, you can say whatever you want to say about your opinion because it's yours. So we don't have a problem with that. Uh, we do, you know, have a lot of music that has the N-word in it a lot. You know, I ain't too happy about it. But, I mean, it's like it depends on how you're using it. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's part of rap music, so it's going to be out there. But on a regular radio, commercial radio, they don't allow you to say a lot of things because I actually had a commercial radio show as well, and I'm not on there because 
it was just way too much, you know, uh, restriction. And it was some other yeah. things that were happening too, you know. So I, I felt more comfortable just putting my, my indie artists on as they are, you know, like you are. Right. And then bring you on it so you can say how you feel. If you if you got beef with somebody or if you don't like the way certain people in the industry treating you, I hope you feel comfortable enough to come and share that with me on my show. Definitely. And, and right. at the end of the day, you know, music lovers and fans of the artists you bring on, on the radio can appreciate that much more because it's like, you know, you get to hear them. You know what I'm saying? Right, yeah. It's really, it's not, it's not like how you see them at the show or you see them on stage and, and you know what I'm saying, they're the quote-unquote superhero for the night. You know what I'm saying? You get to know the individual as the person because I think a lot of times we get that, you know what I'm saying, we get that twisted. We we see a lot of these figures, public images as superheroes, and mm-hmm. um, a lot of these public figures don't take the responsibility of relaying the fact that they're just people. You know what I'm saying? So I can definitely appreciate, you know what I'm saying, organic platforms like this that lets people know what's up. You know, you get to know the individual versus the CD cover and the and the download <laughs> numbers. That's true, Word. because it's, it's important to be realistic about a human being. You know, just whatever you see on TV is pretty much fluffed, and, um, you know, people don't get to say their opinions when they're on a talk show. Like, and nobody's going to get on Oprah and just say, you know, what they want to say and, and or get on Monique. And you, or you can say something on Monique, but you can't be that open <laughs> because she don't run the show. She still has producers and a network. You know, so she could say a little bit only because it's network TV. But if she was on a local channel like Oprah's channel, she wouldn't be able to do a lot of the stuff that she does on her show. True. You know, because the networks always have a little issue about politically correct material, and that's why a lot of shows get canned and, you know, a lot of people don't get on there anymore. But I hope, you know, to have a lot more people in the future. I had some old-school hip-hop artists come on. I had Mr. Servile from No Limit Records on the other day. I had um, Ed Capone. I got a lot of other folks coming through, and they just are feeling comfortable and being open about situations that we only heard about in the media. You know what I'm saying? So. That's why I like to be open and let you come here and get your beef out. Like, I wish that I could have gotten in touch with Rick Ross and 50 before they got on YouTube so they could beef it out here on my show, and then we just mm-hmm. find out what, what the real issue is. <laughs> yeah. Well, nobody got to go wearing Jerry Curl wigs and, and making sex tape videos and all this other stuff. So, you know, we could have stopped all the madness. I just bringing them both here, you know. I have my little my little boxing ring bell. <laughs> just let everybody go. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll now, so um, what uh, what major artists have you had a chance to like either talk to or work with, or you know, anybody trying to do something with you? We rocked the show with Slick Rick before. Um, we talked we talked to pretty much. Any artist you could think of, you know what I'm saying? We we were fortunate enough to chop it up with Jay Dilla before. Um, wasn't able to ever work with him, but we definitely met him, chopped it up with him and Common. Common. You um, did? Oh, tell me about Common. Yeah. Humble dude. He's, he's tall. Uh, he's taller than us. Yeah, he's uh, <laughs> he, 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 real, real humble, though. He, uh, you know, he was 
having a, a party or whatever, and he was just in the middle of it with everybody else, chopping it up. And uh, I think wow. it was the release of that, that B album. I think that's the album yeah. that he released when he did that party. But, um, yeah, so it was cool, and that's where we met Dylan. And, uh, yeah. So, yeah, I'm trying, to get com- I'm trying to get Common on the show so he can talk about the music and his movies. And uh, hopefully we can get him real soon. But I'm just crazy about Common. I love his work. So I wish you guys were real close. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, water, like Water for Chocolate is one of, one of our favorite favorite listeners right there. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Definitely. Definitely. Wow. So now is there any artist that you would like to collaborate with? Japan. Common. <laughs> <laughs> come, come, on, cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know we we feel like Jay Electronica right now. He's dope, um, up and coming artist. Um, the OGs obviously right there from Philly, the Roots. You know what I'm saying? We yeah. always been Roots fans. Um, Black Fives and all of Black Thoughts and all of our top five MCs. You know what I'm saying? Um, who else? We got the OGs from out here. Would love to. To at least just pick the pick apart people's brains like Ice Cube and, and Dre. Not even if we collab with them, just to just chop it with them. You know what I'm saying? For a good hour and just pick their brains apart. That would be good enough for me. Outcast. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah I heard that they got a new album. project that they putting together. They got a new album. I, I heard they was getting back to. Well, they didn't, it's not like they broke up, up or anything. They just kind of laid low a little bit to do other projects. But I heard that they were putting, to, you know, an outcast thing together. Yeah. I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that would be dope. I, just, I know we've been hearing just, uh, you know, big boy leaks here and there. and um, I know he's matching on, on his solo project. Um, but, yeah, outcast definitely all the flame mm-hmm. like the work. And there's so many producers that, you know, so many producers. Um, now, who does all your music? Like, um, you said you have a team that you work with, like, for production. Do you do any of the production yourself? Uh, we try to make beats and end up frustrating ourselves and, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> say, this is this is why we rap. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, we we got a production team, um, Is Ovilus, that's a, a lot of our material. Um, and then, you know, some local cats around here that we get it in with. Kind of like to keep it, you know what I'm saying, quote-unquote in-house because they, they know our sound, they know how to tap into the, to our pocket. So well, we definitely always are down to collab with, you know, producers um, all around. <laughs> well... Um, it's always good to have some type of, you know, input in all the, the the components of your music. So you probably could work on doing some of that productive, you know, woo-saw a little bit before you get started. That way you don't get frustrated. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather just, you know what I'm saying, honestly, like, we'll see. <laughs> Now, what is what do you think of when you're writing the the, um, the raps that you do? You know, is it based on like personal experience or current situation, or you know, what is it that you think about before you start, you know, writing down those lyrics? 
Um, anything, anything could really spark it. You know, a lot of times when I hear a record after we do it, sometimes I could I could visualize what I was doing when I wrote that rhyme or where we were at when we thought of the concept. But it, I mean, for me personally, it's pretty much anything could really spark an idea. I think how how we usually get it in is like things will influence us, um, not necessarily music, but it'll it'll influence the concept. We'll call each other and build like I got this concept, you know what I'm saying? Uh, here it goes. And then when we get into a session where we're listening to beats or whatever, we hear a specific beat. Be like, yo, this this joint right here sounds like it'll fit that concept, Jack. Okay, well let's knock it out. Then we get to writing it, and we allow the beat with the concept that we got to just basically take our words, you know what I'm saying, and, and create create the song. So we have yeah, concepts like, every day. Like, I, we think of song concepts every day, video concepts, business concepts every day, just being influenced by life. And then, you know, when it manifests is when the, the marriage is mad. Like, we get the beat for that concept, and then, you know, that's, that's how it usually goes down. Like, five okay. minutes before we... Five minutes before we got on 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 the radio, me and Geppetto was building on the song concert. So <laughs> <laughs> it just ha- it happened. Why right, you gotta like stay that. on your grind? Just stay on your grind. Well, I would say twenty four seven till you make it. Exactly. You know, because you make it. And then when you make it, then you then you're on then you're on double time. You know what I'm saying? That's right. Because <laughs> you want to stay there. Exactly. <laughs> you don't right, harder, my yeah. time. <laughs> You make it one time, you're a one-hit wonder, and nobody ever hear from you again until 20 years later, and they start doing the show on VH1 about one-hit wonder. So, you know, they don't get out there but so often. So it's, it's hey, good. You got to stay up there. Did they even get a check for that, though? <laughs> I always wonder <laughs> that. Like, did they at least get a check? I, go I think so. I just saw I what kind of commercial it was, but the theme song to the commercial was Black Sea. You know what I'm saying? And it's a dope commercial. So if y'all look for that, because that's definitely a good look for black people. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure they licensed it to that commercial. That's definitely a good look. I think it was a either a, a car commercial or a phone commercial. Hello? Have you guys been talking to anybody to get uh sponsorship for stuff like that? Oh yeah, we um you know, we have a a, man, a management team that you know, that we always top it up with business concepts and marketing concepts. So that's always you know, we are always wearing two suits, you know what I'm saying, as artists and also trying to just get our brand into corporate and you know, everything. So we yeah we consider ourselves a business so definitely need that you need those stocks <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that's true you gotta have that um that's, you know what I'm thinking is like you know depending I guess depending on how well popular you are or whatever or how how much your music is played a lot of these companies they they suffer through the recession and they are looking for different ways to you know build them, their products back up, you know. Although nobody, I don't care who it is, not even Jay-Z could resuscitate Toyota. Um, you know, it could have Jay-Z, 
They can do a commercial with Jay Z, Beyonce, Queen Latifah, and Monique or um, Angelina Jolie in a car, and it still wouldn't make anybody want to buy another Toyota. So, but there's other places like there's Cadillac, there's you know Honda, there's um, the, well I, don't, I was going to say Hummers, but it's kind of played out. There's Mercedes and, and BMW. So you know, and then McDonald's and Burger King. You know, they probably are looking for some new talent to do their commercials and stuff, too. So, you know, that will be some real big options. I want to see y'all sell me a Big Mac. <laughs> <laughs> uh, those shows in this song. Make the French fries look real good, you know. <laughs> uh, cho- uh, cho- those shows in Frosty. <laughs> 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 no, these, uh, you yeah. know, like. Yeah, we definitely, I mean, product placement and, and having our music out there in different avenues is always dope, you know. Like like Geppetto said, it just goes back to the music first, just being in there and being creative and making something dope, you know what I'm saying? And then people fall in love with it, and then you just put it out there, and then it starts to brand itself in all different types of um, situations. So, yeah. Well... Um, that's a good way and a good, uh, you know, way of thinking as far as business is concerned and, like, just trying to stay focused because a lot of folks do not stay focused. They get really excited about making all that money and stuff. So now, did you guys ever get to a point where you just were just too overwhelmed by, you know, being here and having an audience and being on TV or whatever? Did you ever, for, you know, just get out of control? Never always, you know, we got to thank our, our upbringing for laying the foundation of how to just be grounded individuals. Um, we pride ourselves on that. So maybe if things would have popped off for us 10 years ago, it would have been a different story because we never know what, what space we would have been then. So I think timing is, is important in, in every artist's life. And I think um, if you stay faithful, you know, God allows you to to marry, like I say, marry itself. Like, it's not going to happen prematurely. You just got to be patient and understand that. Because if it does, you know what I'm saying, who, the 17 year old getting all kind of millions of dollars, man, might be a bad formula. You know what I'm saying? So, plus it also comes back to, it also really comes back to the, the, the artist and, and their vision and, and the fact that they really love to create, you know what I'm saying? I think a lot of the people that people like that are successful, there's one common theme, you know, across the board, no matter what kind of music or hip-hop or whatever genre they're making, it really just goes back to them liking, like really having a passion and the love to do it, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people get into music for a lot of different reasons other than making music, and that's peace or whatever. Some are successful, they do a lot. But I think those that are trying to pave the way to be great really just have a love to do music. You know what I'm saying? You can't continue to put out put out a lot of songs and records year after year, month after month, and you really don't love doing it to begin with. And it just takes you, it always keeps you in that mind frame, you know what I'm saying, when you started first doing it. And it don't really change, you know what I'm saying? And that's what 
that's what it really is it, it's about. You know what I'm saying? If you really are trying to be a master at your craft. That's so true. And what I, I want to know is, since you've been out there and you got a lot of people listen to you, how are your, friend, your fans treating you? Fans treat us, you know what I'm saying? They treat us the best. I mean, all the support we get at shows and, you know what I'm saying, and, and those that have caught five already, you know what I'm saying, and those that will caught five, thank you from the bottom of all of our hearts for that. I mean, it's like the old theory, if a tree falls down in the middle of the forest and no one sees it, then a tree really falls down. It's the same for music. Like, what's an artist without a fan? Like, is he still an artist? Or what is he? You know what I mean? So, considering music being our career, you have to have a fan. And without them, you know what I'm saying, there is no career. That's right. Fans are nice. Especially without fans. fans. Are nice. <laughs> Without the fans, I don't know. You're going to have some other kind of fans, you know, ones to keep it cool. They don't buy music. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she was trying. She was trying to get some kind of stories out of this. That's what she was trying to get. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. You have some stories. <laughs> no, no, no. no, no, no. no what kind of backstage stories can you share with us? We got some time. <laughs> Nah, we good. Our fans are tight. Our fans are tight. We got Somebody a lot of different fans. Somebody for us, kind of uh, stow away and ride home with you. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how nah, you well, we have, we have some we have we have some, some people come to shows with you know homemade shirts and stuff like that, or things that they've done just to express their support. That's dope. So. And we got we got merchandise coming for our fans, hoodies and shirts and all types of little stuff. So y'all be on the lookout for that. Well, I w- well I guess because of your style and the way that your lyrics are open, you know, some of the you know the high schools probably wouldn't want you to start a riot or something. So I'm going to say, <laughs> did anybody ever come and ask you to perform at a prom or something? Because, you know, a lot of, a lot of, I hear a lot of indie artists are performing at proms and things every year now. Well, we got a song called The One, you know what I'm saying, that would be dope. That's, that's the anthem for, for any prom, any, any date right now. That's off 5 EP. Y'all got to check out The One. It's a dope, dope song, you know what I'm saying, about people getting excited when they first meet each other and, Maybe falling in love, so that's all we do. Ah, so that's gonna be like a summer hit then, huh? Oh yeah, most definitely. We gonna we gonna put that the visuals out for that song too. All right, well y'all gotta yeah. send your music over to me because I don't have everything. I want I want to hear it all, and I want to play it on the radio. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because okay. I can promote it now. I have a um. This is not like a commercial radio show here where they do a whole bunch of stuff, but um, we do also, you know, play your music during our guest appearances. And sometimes we do a pod, which is like a a collection of songs that we record while we're on the show, and then we put it on a pod host, which um, lets people from, like, all over the world listen to it, get a feed to it or download it, and then they can listen to it. And then we also put 
the information of the artist on our website so that they can follow you on your MySpace or whatever or, or buy your music. So I will definitely have this show uploaded sometime tonight onto the pod. Now, my audience through the pod is Asia, Europe, the U.K., Germany, Russia, Africa, India, um, the Polynesian Islands, and a few other places I can't pronounce. So, <laughs> and I got a lot of lot of fans. Like, it's, it's, especially in Asia, it's like about eight hundred people who download my my stuff all the time. I don't know. I don't even know what they get out of it because, it's, you know, our music is totally different than Asian music. But they really love a lot of the hip-hop stuff. So, you know, you could be big before you even get over there. Word. Oh, that's dope. So, that's dope. you know, I would definitely make sure I do that. But I want you to send me some more music so I can do it like an individual pod for you because I had two guests today. So I want to give you guys both a chance to have your stuff, you know, track through the fans and, and let them, you know, download it or, or listen to it or whatever. Because they're not really downloading your music illegally, so don't, you know, don't misunderstand. It's on a pod, so they only get, like, a taste of your music. But, you know, they're just listening to it, and then they all have the option to buy it if they really like it. Most people do. I've heard okay. back from artists, so I'm going to hook you up with that, you know, just give me the music. So, um, and I'll put like little little clips of it on there, and then make somebody want it. That's Now, do you guys do all the other stuff for yourself? Like, do you, do you, do you have a um, tour manager or you know personal manager? Yeah, we got um we got a manager who handles booking shows and all that with avatar management, and we got our publicist. So that's the business side of things and but like foreshadow said, we're hands on everything so so the next yeah, if any anybody wants to hit us up about anything, just hit us up at those chosen at Gmail. So those chosen at Gmail, just hit us up. We'll chop it up. <laughs> Now, uh, are you looking to, to do any kind of, uh, you know, contracts or agreements or anything with major labels? Of course. Well, you know, you should you should probably hook up with the artist that um, I just had on. Michael Barber, because he, he got, you know, his little distribution company going on, and he said he's looking for artists, so you guys ought to hook up. And uh, he came from Ari, too, so maybe you ought to, you know, connect with him and see what you guys can come up with. Sounds good. Yeah. And also, we have a contest that we are um, – working with um, some people on. Um, it's called The Face of the Caribbean. I'm going to play a commercial uh, in a little bit about it, um, but I want you guys to listen to it because they're also looking for writers and uh, composers and producers and artists. Uh, it's a contest which is a, 
you know, making you the face of the Caribbean as far as, like, your talent. You don't necessarily have to be from the Caribbean, um, but it's just something that, you know, gets you some exposure. Um, you can submit your entry for it. Uh, we're going to send our information out on a blast, so everybody's going to get to get the email address and everything to check it out. But we would love to have people get involved and, you know, um, participate in it. Now, I have your email address. I'm going to send you like a flyer, and I'll send one to Ari too, but uh, I'm going to send it to you so you can check it out and see if it's something that will work for you. Okay. Because I think, you know, if you can get some promotion and get yourself over to the – now, let me tell you, it's based in the Virgin Islands, so I don't know. Have you ever been to the Virgin Islands? Nah, nah, I haven't. Well, That's where my really, people are from, though. From the Virgin Islands? Yeah, my mom's side of the family. Really? Oh, so you are yeah. Caribbean, so that's cool. <laughs> Certainly. And then you, all of y'all are some cuties, so you can, you know, I don't know. Have you been modeling? Oh, <laughs> that's very nice. That's very nice. <laughs> I want to see you do some modeling too. So I mean, you need to you need to hit that up. I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure you get the information so you can check it out. Cause I mean, you could be like performing over there at, in the Virgin Islands, so, and like they cover your transportation and everything. So you know, that would be hot for you. Hey, cool. Well, that sounds good. Cool. Hey, that's dope. That's dope. <laughs> We ain't modeling so now, no Big Macs. We ain't modeling with no Big Macs, though. No, you ain't got to model with no Big Macs. Model with some girls, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For this next some girls. <laughs> <laughs> now, what would you say would be your next your next uh, step? Like, what do you want to do next? Well, uh, right now we got a show. We got a show on the 19th in L.A. at Burgundy Lounge. So everybody in L.A., you know what I'm saying, Southern Cali area, come out, check us out. Um, you know what I'm saying, gearing up for the Brooklyn Hip Hop Festival next month. Corn. Yeah, we um going to put out a project, you know what I'm saying, that uh, pretty soon, shortly after that, and continue to push five. We pushing five right now. The number five, yeah. I-T-E. That's on iTunes, Amazon, all of that. It's a, it's a good record. Five songs. Sound Clash that the audience heard. Spare Tires. That joint called The One. That's that summer anthem for all the lovers out there. Uh, <laughs> the Feeling Again. And Rise and Shine. Five, five joints. So, and then Stimulus and Rain Pool for people that... Might might not be familiar with our previous work. <laughs> well, we look forward to hearing more from you and checking you all out. And I'm going to go ahead and put this uh, commercial on for everybody to hear. And you listen closely as well. And then when we come back, I'm going to ask you to share some information with the listeners about you know how things are in the business and, and some advice you want to give them. So think about that while the commercial is on. For sure. 
Images by Design has a search on for the face of the Caribbean 2010. Native Caribbean and global competitors in the areas of fashion and jewelry design, makeup photography, salon stylists, barbers, singers, music producers, web and graphic designers, hair models, male and female swimsuit models, and much more are welcome to compete to win cash and prizes. Do you think you have what it takes to be the next face? of the Caribbean. Call Face of the Caribbean at 340-344-0099 or visit our website at faceofthecaribbean.net. I hope she didn't say that too fast, so I'll send you the email. <laughs> okay, okay. Word up. All right, so you can take turns or you can choose a spokesperson, but what kind of advice would you want to give to other up-and-coming artists? Up-and-coming artists. Let's go with, uh, you know what I'm saying, first and foremost, master your craft, practice, you know what I'm saying, uh, get your chops up, get that live show cracking, get your studio etiquette up, keep your bars up, keep your business up, you know what I'm saying, stay healthy, and uh, just always try to be innovative and think of new ways to, to, to create and expand. That's some good advice. I like that. I hope people are listening. So um, what, what, what kind of advice could you give to people who um, they don't really rap, but they write? Well, I mean, you got, well, I was going to give some real life examples. I mean, you got just, just, in, just I guess, on the more singing tip, you got Carrie Hilson. You know what I mean? You got uh, some other lady, I forget her name, but her, her name escapes my mind right now, but she wrote a lot of the stuff for Rihanna. So, yeah, get your publishing, uh, get get with some good uh, producers that know how to write and arrange, and if you're not necessarily trying to be in front of the camera, you know, a lot of people don't know if, you, if you're a real writer, serious writer, and you're able to put your songs in the right hands of, of the artist usually happens a lot more in you know what I'm saying the singing singing world than hip hop. I would assume most hip hop hip hop artists write their own stuff, but you you know things could really happen for you. So just yeah, get find, get find good. somebody. Yeah, find find somebody who can sing. Demo out some of your songs. You know what I mean. Make sure you got your writer's credits on it, and and get yourself out there like that. Don't fall into mm-hmm. someone's hands eventually if you hot, and then people are going to be like, well, who wrote this? So read the, you know what I'm saying, the writer's information, and, and there you go. If you sing, you can demo it yourself, you know what I'm saying? Write your music, demo it out, you know what I'm saying? And, and you might find an artist who wants to get that from you. They like the joint. They they might want to get it for you, and there you go. You get some writer's credits on, on some established artists. Inner contest, uh, you know, just be creative. Do what you got to do. Just write and, and and continue to get your, your word out there. Yeah. Okay. Well, I love that advice, and um, that's very good, honest, and real advice. Now, do you have any desires to get involved in, like, movies, TV, stuff like that? Definitely, we're actually working on a script right now. Um, you know what I'm saying? Going to start doing the writing process of that, so most definitely. 
For a TV show or a movie? For for a film. For a film, my start as a short, but um, definitely uh, a film. Now, had you ever thought of, you know, creating your own movies? You know, now we got uh, all these live stream and Ustream and YouTube and all that stuff. Have you ever thought about doing, you know, a documentary on your own self? Yeah, eventually we right we got a good um, team, uh, production team who does film and and you know we're growing together, uh, them on the music and and video production side, um, movie film production side and us as rappers and we definitely want to see them, you know what I'm saying, advance their careers and we're gonna do do some documentaries with them first, you know what I'm saying, try and take it back off each other and. Uh, Go from there. Alright, that's hot. So, um, you got a lot of stuff in, in the works then. That's good. So, um my thing is, you know, I love independent artists, but I know some that once they're no longer independent they they get connected with a, a major label or something like that. Sort of like they change or they surrender, you know, their their personal style. Do you think that could ever happen to you? I think uh, I, I definitely don't think that would literally happen to us. Um, the the possibility of the perception from everyone else thinking that is a possibility. Um, a lot of artists get into situations with their labels and they're not able to do the same things they were when they were independent, and that can project the images that they changed. The fact they didn't really change but the situation doesn't allow them to be the artists they were before they were with that label or or whatnot. So that situation is always a possibility with anyone, but as a person, I mean, those shows are not going to change who we are as people. That's a great answer. And um, as far as, like, the Internet, do you – find yourself getting a lot more fans that are finding you digitally or, you know, are you getting more from your live performances? It's a combination of, yeah, it's a combination of both. I think with the internet, we're just able to connect, connect with the listener directly. And And more than ever, that's what's important. You know what I'm saying? Just us being able to just speak directly to to the listener and cutting out a whole lot of middlemen but at the live show you know we we put our all into our live show that that always uh makes believers out of a lot of people too people that may not be familiar with our music and the difference between those two is is it takes a fan to go to a live show you feel me whereas you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, you could use the term fan very loosely when you deal with the Internet because anyone could click a button. Whether it go cop a ticket, you know what I'm saying, gas money, plan their evening based around what you got cracking, that's a fan. Yeah. Word up. That's right. <laughs> well, it's been such a pleasure having you on the show, all three of you, um, very intelligent and talented young men. And... um I wish the world for you because you have such a really great, unique style that should 
be exposed to everybody that has a good ear for music. And I hope that everything that, you know, you're trying to reach for, you do obtain. So all I can say is just keep your head up and keep God first and, you know, don't give up on anything no matter how much of a challenge you're facing because you're going to face even more challenges the bigger you get. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate appreciate having us on. Absolutely. Now, put out your um, your address again for us to visit your website. It's thosechosen.com, but you can also hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, MySpace. Um, and like we said, anybody wants to, to email us about anything, they can get us at thosechosen at Gmail. And, you know what I'm saying, go get five right now on iTunes, download other projects, come out to our show. All right. Well, everybody, y'all heard that, and you have been listening to Those Chosen, and we thank them for being here once more, and we're going to take our show out with our theme song. We've got to do this because it's just the way we do things. Then again, you know, I was thinking of changing it a little bit. So I do have a, an artist that I am promoting. Uh, it's a female rapper named Lady Lex, and uh, she's from Philadelphia area. She's looking to collaborate with uh, folks out there, but it seems like this guy's kind of intimidated because she got, she got a raw flow. So I'm going to play her song out, and I hope people can listen to it and, you know, hit her up at um, uh, on MySpace. Lady Lex 25. She did a remix to uh, How Low Can You Go with Ludacris, so I'm going to go ahead and put that on. And we're going to say goodnight to those chosen. I hope you guys listen in for the last song, and then uh, I will be in touch with you guys later. All right. Peace.